1: For something to put a smile back on your face, just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, because everybody needs. Taught Me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me Was not filmed before a Live studio audience
2: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson Sarah how are you? Jess I'm doing
3: pretty well Pretty much because I'm not a sad Lonely dolphin like Amber And I've
2: already found my mate And you Aw, isn't that sweet You don't have to be um, beached first No, nope.
3: <laughs> no, nope. I've already been beached and I found my mate mm-hmm. And I
2: don't have to be a pathetic Dolphin no more Um, I still would appreciate if you Dressed up as Aladdin And went in A tank with sharks for me though I'm just saying Yeah, yeah that's something I'm interested in Sea critters are no fun <laughs> critters. Um, We're back with some Boy Meets World. We're not alone here. We can't talk about Disney without a person coming on this podcast. He's already come on once to talk about a 90s shows trip to Disney, and he's back again. Felipe from the Brazilian Dragon podcast is here. Felipe, how are you?
4: Yes, I hopped a cargo flight, and I was like, I will chase you until you let me be on this podcast despite boundaries existing. I I will... Pressure you into putting me here, but I'm, I'm doing well. It's been a long day, but I'm very excited. I had my first Boy Meets World exposure ever today, and I can't wait to dig into it all.
2: Yes, this is so wild to me that Felipe is of an age where he has not seen Boy Meets World. Like he was not, you know, watching this it when aired it was on ABC was Family. Born. Yeah, it's wild to me. Um, how was your, I mean, speak, I guess, vaguely, because we'll get into the episode, but how was is, how is your experience watching the show? What'd you think?
4: Um, it was very white. Um, that was yes, my first it was. take. Um, I thought there was a better, going to be a better theme song. Like I was excited for a good theme song, and it was just like this groovy like
2: mm-hmm. guitar
4: riff. It's like, oh, there's no theme song. They have different
2: show? theme songs for every, every season. season yeah. So you should yeah watch a thing. We'll we'll have to look up a thing on YouTube for you to watch of all the different intros yeah. because they get. I think the 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 best one is yet to come you have not reached the best Mm -hmm. one yet. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, But otherwise, I was just excited to finally, like, understand the show that I've understood via pop culture and then your podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, My biggest takeaway was I was very thrown off by the lack of parents in this episode. Like, and like, I was like, where's Mr. Feeney? And then I had to ask you, is the guy with the mustache
2: Mr. Feeney? Like, he's barely in this episode. Yeah. He's not a big player in this episode because they spend so much time in Disney, and he's not a part of the crew that goes to Disney. Maybe that's what this episode needed was Feeny and Disney as well, because that could have been fun, Sarah. Like, oh, yeah. Feeny
3: and Disney mm-hmm. would have been a delight.
2: Yeah, that would have been hilarious.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Eric was by far my favorite character.
3: Okay, that's not like the spiciest sp- take I've ever okay. heard. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's not a hot take. Totally. Corey was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: don't feel like that's a hot take for me.
4: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um what else did i think not enough of the parents who i was like oh this is actually kind of fun like his interaction that was my favorite part is the the ending the the end tag yeah with alan and amy and i was like oh they have good banter like he feels like natural here but Mm -hmm. he felt very stiff in this episode in his acting i don't know who specifically who did you say?
2: oh okay yeah yeah but Um, basically
4: my overall thought was what in the caucasity is this
2: mm mm-hmm yeah, it's a lot of white people in the nineties, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of uh teen white people, as is the usual for Are the nineties. Any people of color in the show? Later on, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um there's Well Eli some... too, but he's yeah. not in this episode. Yeah, so- I, I thought there was
4: gonna be an Eli. I knew I I believe you talked about it in early season one that what's his name? Fruit Loop Dingus the Minkus. Minkus, um that's how I remember his name. <laughs> uh minkus isn't in the later seasons right so he's gone no he's just in season one one, and he's white
2: um i was like
4: where where he at like it took me a second to realize oh wait yeah i thought cory had more friends besides sean he does topanga
2: yeah that's it though it's just the three of them (laughs) that's his only friend And um and then yeah like Eli he's he's a black man and he's a teacher but he just mm-hmm. wasn't really featured in this episode he comes in in season two and he has like a smaller part like he's like yeah. really friendly with Mr Turner so he and doesn't Sean have like a the huge... one
4: who lives with Mr Turner well,
2: he used sometimes. to now he, used... he doesn't okay.
4: yeah mm-hmm. um and uh Eric Eric I feel like he doesn't have any friends either
2: uh no he used to Jason okay. now he's now he's friendless again. Um, but yeah, like we we talked about this episode and obviously it's kind of funny that we you know We you came on when we talked full house We did like a whole thing during mary kate Ashley march go listen to that podcast if you haven't We talked all about disneyland and all of that And it's very funny how like every 90s show took a trip to disney world at some point Um, so of course we had to have you back on for this episode So season three episode 21 the penultimate episode of season three for boy meets world the happiest show on earth um, so let's get into it because I can't wait to get all of Felipe's spicy, spicy takes on yes, um, Boy
4: Meets World. Listen, I did not grow up with this show. I'm just going to preface this: I will be throwing out my opinion. I will not couch it because I am not afraid. Of but course, feel free to drag me, but like I don't have the love for this show that you two clearly do. That you don't other have the nostalgia, do. no. But and it's usually different because like you would think it would be someone who saw the show. Or missed the show because they were too old. But I just, like, didn't have any uh, connections to the show. So I will mm-hmm. be authentic and truthful. But I also say it because if someone came for Sweet Life or Hannah Montana, I would drag them back. So feel free to drag <laughs> me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to say what I witnessed and keep it at that.
2: All right. Go for it. Uh, so we start off the episode of Chubbies. And we see Corey dancing with Kristen. Sarah, have we seen Kristen before? Is she brand new? I don't think we've seen her. I think she is brand new, but her
3: face is very familiar. The same way. Yeah. Whatever reason. Like I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but we have not. And uh but they are like moving and grooving and for what I for whatever reason Chubby's is now, you know, charging a cover charge. That was my question.
4: I was like, what is this what is this middle school? This is new.
3: Okay, so Chubby's is like the place where they all hang out. It's Started off as like pub food, but really, like, it's kind of like I don't know, a shake shack. It's like a diner mm-hmm. that is now, now, like, turned into like a teen hangout with like a pool table in the back. Right. And now, apparently, they throw like dances and teen ragers with a $3 cover charge. The disrespect
4: to have a cover charge in high school. Like, that that should be mm-hmm. illegal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. But he's willing to play, pay it because he wants to, like, gro- get groovy. I don't know. He's doing some, like, old, old, old dances He here. was throwing
4: the white moves all mm-hmm. around. Like... A twist or something.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. This is, it looks like he took back some of his dance moves that he learned in
2: his 50s
0: (laughs) dream. (laughs) 50s episode, yeah.
2: Um, So apparently now he has a reputation. Uh, He apparently is going out with a different girl every night. And Chris.
4: Himbo energy.
2: Yeah. And Kristen's like knows this. And apparently it's his calling card that he will pass a fry from knuckle to knuckle before he kisses the girl. (laughs) Wow. That
4: was your interpretation. See, I don't I don't know the show. So my interpretation was that she was flirting with him being like trying to get him to kiss her by being like, oh, and then right before you kiss a girl, you, you or does he actually do that?
2: Oh, I—I I mean, we haven't seen it, but I fully believe that that is like a thing he does. Yeah. Okay. Um, we get the impression that like since he's broken up with Topanga, he's been out with a lot of girls in in school. Um, and he originally like had that reputation of like, oh, he's good guy, Corey, like boyfriend material, Corey. And now it seems like he's getting a little bit of that Sean reputation. Like mm-hmm. Sarah, this is a big change for Corey.
3: It is a big change for Corey. Um, you know Taylor Swift has nothing on him. I just have like the big <laughs> reputation, Re- big reputation. Um, yeah, like it's kind of like Grody seeing Corey, like you know, being a um like a habitual dater. But mm-hmm. um, you know what they always say, like it, I guess it makes sense since he's such like a um monogamous person. Like you got to get it out at some time, and might as well be when you're
2: 15 years old and just like yeah waste away all the whole years yeah so him so he kisses Kristen um but he accidentally he pulls a Ross and he calls her Topanga after they kiss and she's just like oh she is very upset by this as anybody would be you know so
4: when did they said three months right they were broken up for a few months Mm -hmm. in the show okay so he still has Topanga on the mind despite him making out with a different girl every night of the week
2: Right Corey yeah. is a relationship guy He is not Sean is the guy who bounces from girl to girl And kind of like dates around Corey has never been that way Corey is a one woman kind of man From what we understand
3: Yeah, um, And I yeah. will say Felipe Because you probably didn't watch the episode Where they did break up He didn't really break up with her it, it was, was very mutual It was very mutual But the show has changed the narrative That Corey broke up with Topanga right. But that's like totally not it In like our opinion Topanga was really like the driver For like the breakup breakup mm-hmm. Because um, Corey was just like I don't know Like I don't really think we should do it And Topanga was like We're gonna hate each other if we don't break up So so what you're the, saying
4: is that Corey doesn't get it when people tell him no <laughs> He's persistent
2: Mm, I mean yeah Only with Topanga Yeah it's really only with Topanga That he's that way He can be much of a Very strong He could be a Real big pushover In other Like areas of his life I would say Yeah but the only thing In the entire
3: series Is that Like if there's one thing That Corey believes Is that he and Topanga
2: Are meant to be together Right He has a Scorpio Venus Anybody who knows astrology (sighs) This bitch has a Scorpio Venus 100% He is Committed when he is with somebody That is his person he is with mm-hmm. them He is loyal and it's kind of Like he
3: just doesn't understand Why like other people at times Don't understand how Like like positively Sure he is yeah. that they're going to be together Forever like it's like If they're like oh you're only Like 15 years old like how can you know Love Corey's like no I'm 15 years old because I Like and I know for sure because I mm-hmm. love her so much and there's like no doubt in my mind that we're going to be together forever. Jump thirty years into the future, they're still together. He was right mm-hmm.
2: yeah so. it's one of those like ridiculous things that doesn't happen in real life for the most part um but uh we're in we're in school now and uh Sean is telling Corey to write the names on the palm of his hands because he's forgetful too and he like looks and he goes, Corey. <laughs> Um, and Corey says he's still thinking about Topanga he made a mistake thinking they could just be friends Um, when he sees Topanga like he can't get over those feelings he has for her he wants to hug her and kiss her Um, and but he doesn't want to kiss Sean he doesn't want to hug
4: and kiss Sean he
2: does not want to hug and kiss Sean Um and panga walks in and says hi to Corey and this is when we find out they Had to write these environmental essays Okay Um,
4: we knew it was environmental Because when they showed up with the Dolphins like what kind of essays did They write
2: yeah it says they said in The class that it was some type of Environmental essay they did but they Said it very quickly
3: so if you're not Like paying close attention then yeah, I could totally see how you would miss that and like then it's like yeah why are they hanging out with dolphins Yeah, but, I mean
2: cuz it's like what is it SeaWorld no SeaWorld isn't in Disney there's it's just a bunch right of right there no, though. it's the it's living like,
4: seas sorry. no but SeaWorld is right there too they could Yeah that's why I
2: got confused cuz I thought they were at SeaWorld for a hot no, second not at they SeaWorld. needed a better
4: excuse to go to Disney I'm sorry this was a bad like I, yeah like, di- dolphins concept. is not
2: what screams Disney to me I don't um, even know
4: they they like in, okay we'll get there when we get there but I have thoughts
2: um, so, right, so they had to write these essays. So we find out Kristen won a trip and Corey's like, good, send her off. She'll get over me. No big deal. We find out Ronnie Waterman, who is Lips Waterman, as he's known. He is he won. a regular character? No, no. No, but okay. Sarah and I recognized him because we just watched 10 Things I Hate About You and he plays Joey in that movie. Funny to see him like slightly younger, Seemingly the same kind of douchey, narcissistic character that he played in Tending um, He
4: he looked a little like the Breakfast Club guy with the with the leather mm. jacket. John, I don't know who Oh name. Bender? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I could see that. But yeah, he's much less um it might be badass, the ass, I would say. Yeah. Um and then apparently Topanga won too. And Corey is very upset she's going to be spending time with lips Waterman. Sarah, like to me, he should know Topanga better by now. Um then to think like she's gonna fall for uh for ronnie's nonsense Um
3: yeah she might go on a date with him and she has every right to because mm-hmm. he's been on a date With a bunch of girls so even if they share a dumbo ride there should be no sweat off
2: his back Exactly exactly it shouldn't be a big deal but of course we see this dream sequence um where Topanga and Joey are like on the Dumbo ride and they're about to kiss and we get oh sorry I wrote (laughs) Joey because that's what his name is in um 10 things I hate about you Ronnie and we get like the really slow pan of like his lips to the camera (laughs) I felt like this was particularly 90s I don't know this reminded me of like what they used to do in shows you know what I mean with these weird camera angles yeah,
3: I like how Topanga is just very concerned about her hair, <laughs> Getting
2: stuck and in she's a like, ride?
3: "Yeah, is it going to get stuck in the ride? Like, is it going to be like? Remember, we're going to say the, the Friends episode. What's what was the Friends
2: episode? There was a Friends episode where Rachel is terrified to go on the swings because she's afraid her hair is going to get caught in them, and so like, there's an episode where Ross is like trying to get her over this fear because at that point they have emma and whatever whatever and so we see her like it's the funniest like physical gag because she's like just like on the swings in the weirdest possible way as a grown adult it's very funny you should watch that episode i
4: kind of want to go on a swing
2: <laughs> watch watch out for your hair
3: <laughs> watch out very dangerous yeah um, yeah, but Corey's dreaming He wakes up, he's like, no lips, no lips And Eric's um, asks if he's having his normal figure skating dream And he's like, no, I only have that dream four years, every four years Obviously because of the Olympics So he's like, Eric, I need your advice he, And Eric's like, you love Topanga and you want her back And he knows because there's a giant picture above the bed
4: Possessive much Sorry. It's very
2: <laughs> creepy Very creepy like,
3: And also Jessica and I realized That they switched beds
2: Yes Eric used to sleep on the other bed Like this is so strange to yeah. me That you would I switch places I found a theory Okay. You found so, a theory or you came up with a theory I found a theory Okay what is the theory So As you know, there's
3: a lot of discrepancies with the timeline of Boy Needs World. Mm -hmm. So season one is sixth grade. We know that for sure. Season two, we thought was seventh grade. And season three, at first we thought it was eighth grade. Now, what we think is happening, the universe, what I've done my research, season one, definitely sixth grade. Yeah. Season two, seventh slash eighth. Eighth grade okay season Three ninth grade slash Tenth grade with this episode One hundred percent with them Being in tenth grade as Fifteen year olds and the Theory is that the show Jumps forward two years Within the series The season and Because of that the bed Switches and that's Like A like Like a proof of a time jump.
2: What would the bed switching have anything to do with the time jump? You can't move know. your beds around overnight.
3: As part of the time jump, Corey and Eric have swapped bed sides of the room with their beds in opposite places. Okay. Maybe Eric was supposed to go off to college, so Corey wanted the good side. So, the good side against a wall.
4: This was my first episode of Boy Meets World, so I consider myself a scholar. I call bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this theory is stupid, I think they're in 8th grade because I don't know. I don't know. Is no, this there's
2: your definitely, theory? They're definitely not in eighth, eighth grade. grade. But the thing that doesn't make sense is so you're saying that Corey, Sean, and Topanga have jumped grades, but Eric yes. obviously hasn't. He's still in school. I know. He that's the plot. Okay, Maybe he's, he's staying behind. behind. Maybe they are
4: not No, because the, whole, the
2: whole point, the whole plot of this season for Eric, like the mm. running arc, is that he's not going to graduate. And he has yeah. to like work harder I know. to graduate. I, I can't
3: know. speak for Eric. This but I, I'm saying. Because next season. Season four. Mm-hmm. They're in 11th grade. But don't they yeah. end this school with him going to
4: college? Or does he. Oh no. There's the college years. Okay. There are so the college
3: season, years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so season four is 11th grade. Season five is 12th grade. Season six is freshman year of college. And season seven is sophomore year okay, of college. But they, Ridiculous.
4: So. Full transparency, I did at the end go to season the last episode just to scroll through on Disney Plus. The so last it,
3: episode of the entire series, yeah,
4: just to like scroll through to the end, so it, then it erases it from like what you need to watch next because that I that would bother me if I never watched it and it was like stuck on season three episode twenty two or whatever. So I did see him and I was like, oh, this man looks old. Um, he grew up on the show, but he sounded the same at the same time. Eric, no, um, it was Corey? when he was saying goodbye to Feeney.
3: Oh, yeah, Corey. Are you saying that Feeney looks old? The disrespect.
4: (laughs) He is. Um, but Um, I had something to say, but I forgot. So, um, it was something about Malcolm in the Middle and how they, like, the three children shared a bed. I was like, do they, that room look tiny. Do they share a bed or are they two different beds?
2: It's two twin beds. Two twin beds.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Um...
2: so yeah like it doesn't really make sense why they switched beds but like okay whatever that's, they did that's the theory amy got bored around. and rearranged their room that's fine maybe um, i don't know what to say so yeah so he has this creepy poster above his bed and eric basically says you know tell topanga how you feel you need to go to florida i have spoken i'm going back to bed um okay, jeff Probst. and what okay jeff probes yeah go, I have spoken. that's it i've <laughs> spoken it's done um, so the next day at school, Corey's like, you know what? Thanks for your advice, Eric. I am going to go to Florida, but I need you to help cover for me. Because, like, yeah, how are you going to get away from your house for an entire weekend and go to Florida without your parents knowing? Eric has also, a solution.
4: The adults in the show are mad dumb. They, they don't oh, realize yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Thank you.
2: No, it's it's always, it's it's uh, it's ridiculous to think that your parents wouldn't notice you went to a completely different state for an entire weekend. Like, you could pull the whole, I'm going to Sean's, and Sean says, I'm going to Corey's, I guess. Um, But Eric's solution is much more complex and stupid, and it is that he has a Corey doll that apparently is going to replace Corey in all of his classes. Um, So (laughs) Sean is fooled by this. Doesn't really speak well to the the make of the doll that Sean is the one fooled by it. Um, But (laughs) it is is a funny little uh, gag there. It's
3: hilarious, especially because it has the blue mittens that Corey is always losing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And somehow they found the second Mitten how is that possible Where did it come from yeah he keeps losing Those mittens but apparently maybe Eric had them The whole time wow Um, I thought it I thought it was a funny gag It was good it was definitely good because then We have like Sean got tickets from His uncle Nikki um, And we all know like from the show basically Sean has like all these sketchy You know um, uh, Family members extended family and he says, there's a slight chance we're going to have to break somebody's knees. But I'm going with you. Um, he's like, you've done. And I like this callback. He's like, you've done a ton for me. I need to be there for you. And I like this because usually it is the other way around. Um, so Does this is cute.
4: have an Uncle Alex?
2: Uh, no. The couple house joke. Okay. Yeah, no. We know Uncle trying Mike, to, though.
4: Trying to connect the two universes. Maybe <laughs> Uncle Nikki and Uncle Alex are.
2: It also could oh, have God. been Uncle Mickey because I couldn't tell and I didn't feel like putting Closed captioning <laughs> no. on. No, it was Nicky. Was it? Oh, I did God. have I did have the captions on. Um. So Corey uh, Wait, says, "Is Sean
4: one of the Pearson? One of the big three? One of the, Ooh, and this what? is us." Sorry, stupid joke.
2: Oh, he kind of does look like him. Um. So Corey says, "You know what? I should just tell Topanga how I feel before she leaves. It'll be so much easier." And she's like all jazzed about Florida. She has her like turquoise outfit on. She's ready to go. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. I just wanted to note the outfit. Yeah, it was a good. Remember outfit. it. It's just so good. Wink, wink. Uh, Corey admits he still has feelings for Topanga, and Topanga, Topanga, read the room, girl. She's like, she's like, yeah, we're always gonna be friends, right? Like, no, he's trying to say something else. <laughs>
3: Oh, no, no, no. No room.
2: Um, and Topanga says, and this, I don't know about this. Topanga says she doesn't trust him because he's dating all these other girls. I don't think that that's like a reason not to trust somebody.
3: Well, I think it's the reputation. I, I don't, and I don't even know if it's like the fact that like, he's dating all these girls, but the fact that it's a different girl every night and he's mm. starting to get like a reputation. Like, I think that is a little telling. How big what is, is you the think, school?
4: Felipe?
3: How like, big? Like, it's one
2: hallway. It's big. one hallway. Yeah.
4: Okay. Because, like, theoretically, could he date, like, 90 different girls?
2: Yeah. I mean, I assume up? he li- So they live in Philadelphia and, like, a suburb of Philly. I assume it's a decent sized school.
4: Do you think, um, do you think he lives close to Dr. Amanda? Sorry, I'm asking yes. stupid questions.
2: Mm, yeah, um, sure. He does.
4: Sure. Uh, we know for sure. Yeah. Uh. No, I think I think it's it's a weird thing that, like, that's why you don't trust him because, like, he has this reputation. But maybe be like, you've definitely changed. Like, it's not a trust mm. thing for me, I don't think. But, like, maybe, like, she doesn't know who he is anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think instead of saying she doesn't trust him, it's more like she doesn't believe that his feelings for her are still there based on his actions i think is maybe more of what she's trying to say well Um, yeah. then i don't
3: trust what you're saying
2: exactly yeah yeah, it's not i don't trust you as a person i just don't trust the words coming out of your mouth at this moment um but he says oh i still feel i felt so alone because i wasn't with you and she's like oh that's so sweet but then (laughs) how how is
4: he alone when she's literally above his bed
2: (laughs) that's so creepy to think about (laughs) We've um, never
3: seen that poster before.
4: No, by it's the way. first time we've seen no, it. I, I don't even want to think about what, why he has that poster. No, there. walking the dog. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> no. Um, so then she has to go deal with her hair care products because her carry on is very large <laughs> a trunk, it's a simple trunk. <laughs> Mr. Turner <It's> full- <laughs> was like,
4: ma'am, please control yourself.
2: Yeah, he's like, I know all about hair products, but this is too much.
4: Can I ask you a question?
2: Mm-hmm. What
4: is the thing that you would overpack and have to like throw out at TSA? Like for t- paying its hair products. Like, is there anything mm. that you like overpack? and Like, I need as much of this as possible. Mr. Turner would come and be like, "Children, mm. control yourselves."
3: I always pack like an abundance of Q-tips. Like, why do I need so many Q-tips? I don't know. Is it to legally clean my ears? Maybe. Oh my God.
2: I mean, probably for me, it would be, like, socks and underwear. Because I always pack, like, five extra pairs more than I would need. Because, like, I feel like those are the things that, like, what if? What if, what if I need more?
4: What if that's just I ran out of clothes? That's, that's the that's, next that's, episode of Marvel's what if.
2: It'd be the most boring I episode I mean, honestly, ever. it would be
3: interest. No, it would be probably the most interesting of all of them.
4: <laughs> Don't disrespect episode two <laughs> oh like that, my God. Sarah.
2: So um, boring. So... <laughs> While Topanga is dealing with her hair care situation, Kristen comes up and she's like, Corey, I shouldn't have run away. It wasn't a big deal. And she kisses Corey. And of course, Topanga is there to witness the whole thing. Because in shows like these, everyone has terrible timing. Kristen yeah, has everyone
3: no chills. is covers. always behind somebody else.
2: Kristen is borderline a stalker, I think. <laughs> I mean, Great so, said, Corey, so is Corey, though. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But still, Kristen is like always there. Like she she reminds me of that gif from the office where Dwight is talking and he turns and he sees Angela and he's like, What the fuck? Like that is what Kristen reminds me of. She's just like always lingering. What are you doing? So,
4: when they're in the aquarium scene and like I literally could see her shadow, like they're like waiting to call her in, or like I could see her shadow hovering behind Where I was like, Oh my god, this this lady is on top of him. She yeah. has no personal boundaries. No, and neither does Corey.
2: Doesn't. Um and of course Topanga's very upset and she says, I could see you in a robe and slippers smoking a pipe. You're a Playboy. <laughs> yeah.
4: I was like, is she gonna say you're Hugh Hefner? I was like, This is a little little scandalous for mm-hmm. uh, the Disney Channel or is it A B C Family at the time or uh, It
2: was A B C yeah, It was A B C and then the reruns were on A B C Family. Okay. Yeah. Um Corey Matthews, you're a Playboy Um, Corey Matthews, you're a playboy Yeah, fair enough for her, right? She sees Corey kissing Well, here's the thing, like he accepted the kiss Did he kiss back? No, but he also wasn't like Shoving her off of himself I still
3: don't know what the best solution for that is
2: I think you have to say very loudly No ma'am, I don't want to kiss you (laughs) Okay, so Felipe, if you're in this situation
3: How do you make it not sketch? Because we've seen this so much Mm -hmm. In our 90s movies and shows where somebody kisses somebody with a significant other and then they have to go to their significant other and be like oh so-and-so kissed me or I kissed so-and-so what like what are you supposed to do in this situation to not get in trouble I mean
4: one he could have like been like Kristen I am busy please go back like I'll talk to you in like two minutes let me go finish my conversation with Tabanga uh, he kind of got did get unlucky that Topanga was right there, but like classic sitcom nineties trope. Or, um, but I don't know what what the move is because like there you wasn't can't... like
2: communication issues; these shows wouldn't exist. Like, right. if it I could be so. cleared up, the show would be done in like two minutes. Like the episode Shh. wouldn't be twenty six minutes. Just should anyone... Corey have slapped Kristen? No,
4: no. <laughs> I was gonna ask: Should Topanga have slapped Corey though?
2: No, I don't think anybody needs to slap anybody. I think it's Sarah just and I are like violent. I think what you say is like, listen, there was a misunderstanding. Kristen thinks I'm interested in her, but I'm not. I, I thought things were over between us. Like, blah, 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 blah. But he doesn't really say anything. He kind of just lets her walk away with Ronnie. And could that's he, it.
4: Could he do the thing and be like, Sean, you date Kristen while you distract her while I focus on Topanga?
2: I think it's better off for him to just tell Kristen he's not interested because he doesn't do that.
4: But Corey doesn't know how to communicate with people. So Mm-mm. at I this point, learn. it's probably better to, to give Sean the task of, like, distracting her.
2: Yeah, but Sean is going, oh, you're saying, like, even in Florida.
4: Yeah. Be like, Sean, so. just talk about churros with her.
2: <laughs> is there any way that Sean's still with Dana? Who's Dana? exactly besides no. my boss <laughs> no there's a girl named dina that he was like dating on the show and like yeah we haven't seen her in the last couple episodes so no there's no chance
4: sean was such an enigma to me because everything i've heard from the podcast did not line up with what i what i got from the episode but i kind of like the sean like he's, well, like he's very kidly, not dating anybody in
2: this episode he's like friendly with cory so there's two sides of the sean and he's on a sad sack because he's with his dad yeah, yes okay so, so there's like there's Friends with Corey, like chaos, fun. He gave Sean. me like
4: very like Joey Gladstone, Joey Tribbiani, like all the sitcom Joey's, like just lovable goofball,
3: mm-hmm.
2: like kind
4: of not hundred percent there, but like. But I that's
2: not Sean at all. Yeah, that's Sean. why I was Sean.
4: confused. I was
2: like, well, "Who is this man? Is this a new character?" This is the fun-loving Sean that we don't get to see all the time. Okay, um he's angsty. He he's has very problems. Angsty. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the Living Seas. And uh, the students are learning all about the dolphins. It's all very exciting. Um, and then we see Epcot and Corey and Sean were apparently flying on a cargo plane because that's what his Uncle Nikki booked. Um, and they're like, how the hell are we going to find Topanga? There's like a million people here. And of course, they turn their backs and off goes Topanga on a golf cart. Mm-hmm. Which...
4: We'll get to it later. But the fact that they even found her is so unlikely, especially because that was probably a reserved area that they could not just wander into. Like, mm-hmm. the logistics. where Why didn't they ask me? Actually, no, I wasn't even conceived yet. But they should have asked me in the future to come help them write this episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Felipe, were you, like, watching along throughout this episode to be, like, seeing them jump between Epcot and Magic Kingdom? My like, mind constantly? Was,
4: yeah, because they did that in the Full House one, too, but it wasn't as jarring because they... There were, like, a lot of cuts that they would just, like, switch off. And even, uh, they spent a lot more time in Epcot, but, like, they didn't do anything fun. At least in the, they had Dumbo, which was in the dream. And then I don't think they, they went to the restaurant that Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse did there. Yeah, the Living Seas, The Living Seas. Um, And then they went to the aquarium and they saw Aladdin. I think that's, like, about it that they did. And they got the Churro line. They didn't go on any rides. Like, this was not a good advertisement for Disney.
2: No, it really was just like dolphins in and, and, and the, and the log flume. I don't know what it's called. Oh yeah. One? They
4: slept in Splash Mountain, I had a lot of nails on.
2: That was, that was a fun segment, but we'll okay. get there. So we're at the school. Um, and, uh, yes, Eric is shoving, um, the Corey Matthews doll into his locker. And of course, Feeney sees him and he's like, what are you doing? just that you stuff your bro- brother into a locker. And I love this moment because Feeny gets all distracted and we see, we see Eric yank out the doll and just like throw it away. And yeah. Feeny's like, I could have swore I saw him there. You were going in at detention. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I saw
3: you uh, put a curly haired boy into your locker. So <laughs> I'm no dummy. And he's like, certainly not you. Hmm. My
4: brother and I never crossed paths in school. But I feel like Feeny should not interfere with like sibling dynamics at school. Like, if there's something happening, like, unless it's like violent. He's shoving
2: him in a locker.
4: Okay, but, but that's something that brothers can solve by themselves. Feeny
2: is all up in the Matthews boys' business. Because like, he has Feeny is a creep.
4: Doesn't he like always barge into the house at the end? Like, this man has no boundaries uh, either. He Maybe does that's in where this Corey episode, gets it but from. He's
2: not always barging into their house specifically, but he's always like, um, reminds me of like home improvement. Like, they have that fence and he's always just like poking his head into people's business. Do we like Feeny? Yes. Yes. Okay.
4: Because I was about to drag him, and I'm like, maybe not. But no, you can make. I was going to be Feeny. like, he he was like so inconsequential in this episode. What what what's I was like, what's the Feeny
2: you, hype? Like, you have to like the thing is is like to to love Feeny, you have to watch the episodes where like he explains the moral of the story okay. because what he has to say is very important, and he's a really great teacher and he's a really great mentor to like all of the kids on the show. And is
4: he at the principal or is he just? a He's the principal
2: teacher? and a teacher.
4: Okay. Um, hmm. Because all I could think was like, this is why Corey doesn't understand boundaries. Because Feeney just barges into his home half the time. Oh,
2: that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. It's true. Um, And then we I see... I also like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, is Feeney still with us? The,
4: logis- the actor? What? Sorry. is Feeney still with us? The actor? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Actually,
3: he's 94 years old. Mm-hmm. He just had a birthday the other... A couple months ago. And he had... um, He had Alfredo fettuccini yeah. fettuccini Alfredo. Come for a
4: greatest generation. Let's go.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and his granddaughter's on TikTok. Oh, a queen. Um, <laughs> is she cute? <kidding laughs> yeah. No, she's like Gen Z. Okay. Um, So I, I was going to say, I just want to know the logistics of Eric giving Corey's like, oral report in school with the dummy. The doll, yeah. I, I don't know. I
1: feel like it's very
4: ventriloquist dummy. Like, uh, <laughs> Also, if, if Corey is in the 10th grade and Eric is supposed to be a senior... It doesn't
2: make sense. Okay,
4: thank you. We can't do the math because why are they not in the same class? Why are they like they're supposed to be
2: like a significant amount of years apart, and then apparently there was a time jump, but just for Corey, Sean, and Topanga. Um, so we see Sean and Corey like waiting in line, waiting in line. Turns out they're just getting a churro. Um, a waste waste of of time. time. Come on, come on, Uh, Sean. We're back at the Living Seas, and this is when we see them learning about Amber. She was found beached and she was separated from her mate. She spends all her time alone. She's lost her appetite. Poor girl's going through it. Sounds like me. Yeah, what's (laughs) going to happen? I don't know. I'm hoping she's reunited with her mate real soon. Bitch,
3: how? how?
0: She's in captivity.
2: Release her, bitch. Release her. (laughs) Is that her (laughs) free. It's like when you're going to like just snatch up all the dolphins and hope one of them is his just roommate. it's gonna be like um speed dating with dolphins like okay match her up with this one nope not a match next one nope not a match this
4: is this is the origin story for finding dory it's ridiculous yes. <laughs> um, but amber was the star of the episode give her all the flowers because that dolphin did not deserve to be there for however many long days that they filmed mm-hmm. like give her all the flowers like this is an amber stan account actually Um, I should not have named myself "Prayer of the Platypus. I should have named myself Amber's Biggest Dan.
2: Amber's Biggest (laughs) Dan. Um, And of course, of course, Corey and Sean just happen upon Topanga and the group. Like there's no
4: restrictions.
2: No, they just walk right in. Yeah. It's not a guided tour. It's not private. You don't have to pay for it. You just walk on in.
3: It's because That's they're a, white yeah,
2: that, I think that the,
3: the suspicious thing Like definitely Somebody would stop them And be like Hey you What are you doing back here Yeah think about
2: Someone could fall in And drown Like there's certainly Restrictions
4: yeah. The white privilege yeah. I tell you The caucasity <laughs> yeah. um,
2: So Kristen is like Yeah so Corey is talking To Sean about like about his love for Topanga and how he needs to talk to her and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, we have Kristen. Corey, I love you, too. Bitch, like you are like, how would you ever think he's talking about you? You went on like a single date, a single date. I can't.
4: Listen, love, love moves fast for those teenagers, those preteens, teenagers.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Just for Kristen. Oh, Just
4: for Kristen. Bad. So you said we've never seen Kristen before. Do we ever see her again? Or is she just this one episode character? This helicopter girl?
2: Sure. I, I don't know why oh. she looks so familiar, though. Like, is she in other shows? Or, like, what's the deal with her? Like, why do I... Here, yeah, I'll... Uh... Yeah, pull up that INDB. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, Sarah, while you're doing that, so, you know, uh, of course, Corey's like, oh, you don't understand. And, of course, Topanga... Oh, but I do. Like she is not pleased. She's very upset that she's like, "Oh, Corey, you like say that you love me, and now you flew all the way here for Kristen." Um, mm. Not great. Not great. Sarah, oh, so what did you find?
4: You- oh, go ahead, Sarah.
2: <laughs>
3: so this actress is Hillary Tuck. Um, she was mainly in the "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" TV show. Okay. That's kind of like the main thing that she was in. Um, In regards, she was also in a show called um, Hang Time. We we have seen her before on Boy Meets World.
2: That that must be why we recognized her. What episode was she in?
3: But she's played three different characters. (laughs) The continuity on the show gives me
1: anxiety.
3: (laughs) Samantha in Pairing Off, which is season... To episode two Okay She played Sarah On in on the air Which is (gasps) season two Episode
2: 17 That is the one I remember her from Yes Who's Sarah I don't even remember She was in class with them Um, That's the one She's the one who Sean and Corey have a radio show And she's a guest That's the whole (gasps) thing That's why we recognize her Oh
3: she's the one that has the bake sale Yes She had the bake sale So she had a bake sale Felipe And they were interviewing them on their radio show About the bake sale so, this Come is the girl, third girl. time that we've seen this girl. That's why but- she looks
2: so familiar, but she's been a different person every time. Yeah, a different person Obviously every return time.
3: return after this
4: episode as another character? As, um, no, this is, this is her <laughs> last
2: appearance. They didn't like her very much. They were done yeah.
4: with her. Then
3: she went on to the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Maybe, maybe y'all could book her for the podcast. Like, if she's like pull in Akiva and start sending the DMs.
3: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's definitely the one person I would really want on. Mm hmm
4: not your crush ben savage you want no. you want Kristen.
2: definitely no, Kristen. I, would be, I would be too shy to talk to ben savage um so yeah so after topanga's all mad um we get uh Corey and sean apparently slept in a log flume overnight which i have things to say i'm mm-hmm. sorry for cutting you off there's no possible way this could happen there is unless they
4: were in the kingdom keepers which I don't know if we talked about this last time you, what's you, a
2: kingdom keeper it's
4: this young adult novel about these five florida teens who uh they're they like find open casting call for like them to be like digital tour guides so they put them as holograms like disney and then they're like digitally tour guides at the parks and they're like holograms and then at night they go to bed and they wake up and they're in disney world and they have to save the universe from like maleficent and all the disney baddies and like go in the haunted rides at night and like the small world dolls attack them at one in one of the books. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good fun YA book series. If you're, I think there's like rumors that it's being adapted into TV shows. So if anyone out there is on that team, hire me. Um, but uh, yeah, they, you cannot sleep in Disney world. They have like security guards. They, you can't sleep in a log flume, especially one that is at the front thing. Like when they started up in the morning, you're going to like wake up. Also that seems very uncomfortable to sleep in.
3: Yeah, I mean Sean was comfortable. I mean, I saw I was watching this YouTube video about this um, this girl that watched the episode, and she used to be a cast member at Disney, and she kind of like went through every single part of this episode, which was like impossible from like a Disney cast member perspective. And she got really like uptight about it all, and had like a lot of uh, dislikes. But her main complaint was this scene because apparently. At the end of the shift, they have, like, somebody, like, they have, like, security go through the entire ride. They have, like, a a, a cast member ride the ride. And then the next morning, like, apparently, like, they ride each log flume until make sure like, it's safe or something to make sh- sure it's safe and it's working for the day so it's apparently physically impossible yeah for this to work
2: yeah i think there's just like a part of us that has to suspend our disbelief when it comes to these specialty episodes yeah. in these parks but like
4: uh, given the opportunity of course i would sleep in a log flume like that mm-hmm. like that sounds so cool to be in the dark in the bring park your sleeping
2: park. bag and you get a nice yeah. shower in the morning right yeah like i s- also one more thing i saw a um
3: A like I don't know like a panel With the cast and somebody Asked them about um, You know this episode About the Disney episode and Ryder Strong said that his favorite scene To shoot was this one because They had to be on call at Disney At 5 a.m. before everybody else Got there and he said that they rode The log flume like 17 times It seems like so much fun
4: They had
3: a blast they said that Mm -hmm. they had a blast And then Oh, go ahead, and then, um, and then, uh, Will Friedle was like really sour, yeah, because he, he didn't get to he, go. He didn't get to go, yeah. Is that the
4: third kid that usually is in the episode? But he it's Eric, it? Eric, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. What I think
4: his name was Eli, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, as I, I believe I said it this last time, I am very upset with my parents for not making me a child star. Like, imagine getting to ride Disney World and um, Disney World rides in the morning,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: I yeah, and that. they <laughs> seem to
2: enjoy it um and uh Corey's like all right you know i'm fooling myself let's go home and sean uses like reverse psychology no. unintentionally yeah
4: okay i was gonna be like <laughs> Corey thinks it's reverse psychology because yeah you know. he's
2: like oh to is obviously more interested in ronnie waterman um is Corey's like corral fire sign
4: and any like does he have any fire because i feel like he's an overthinker
2: we have discussed it and we think he's a leo is what we have decided um, there, more episodes point to it than not. Okay. Trust me. I feel me, like he was too
4: subdued to be a Leo.
2: No, he's very in the spotlight, take charge kind of guy in a lot of episodes. Um, Is he a July Leo or, like, or
4: August Leo? What do you think?
2: I have J- to July. Yeah, okay, because according
4: to Sarah, the nice Leos are in July. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so Corey says he's going to Woo her and they need to find Showers and of course that is when the ride Turns on um, they and they Get bad. soaked they gonna smell like chlorine Really
4: no but they probably Well, that, I don't think that's chlorinated water Chlor, uh, If it is but oh they you mean sp- From
2: being in Disney all day and not Showering And also
4: I don't know what kind of cargo They flew with like did, did he get oh, like, they probably Attacked stayed, by a chicken yeah. Like yeah I yeah. yeah. got
2: picked by a chicken Yeah they probably definitely did smell Um, But we see this montage of Corey and Sean looking for Topanga. They speak with Beast, Goofy. And then we, of course, see uh, Corey as Aladdin and as a sketch artist. Those poor children
4: who wanted to meet Aladdin. It was this random white man. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so disappointed, too.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah. Um, and we're we're now at the aquarium. We see Ronnie like continuously hitting on Topanga. And she's just like very annoyed by it. She's like, ever since we've been here, you keep hitting on me. I hate being chased. Uh, and of course, we have Corey with the I will chase you forever sign. I don't know how he kept that. Thank how you. He, how is that even a sign? Like, wouldn't it? It's in water.
4: Disintegrate or like. Maybe, like, poster
2: board would last? Yeah. Yeah, like, foam core. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how do people,
4: like, I had this, at least Joey and Jesse had a reason why they were there.
2: How did Corey
4: and Kristen, who was also in her, in her wetsuit, like, they're just allowed to jump in this water? You have have to pay or
2: something, right? You can't just sneak in there. You have to pay. Yeah. And you have to be, like, certified or something, right? Like, a training?
3: Corey only has $75. How is he doing this? Fair enough. Yeah. How did they get in, in the first place? It's
2: mystery. Sometimes we'll
3: never it's know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sean comes up to Topanga and Topanga's like, what is with your friend? And he's like, "I'm." he just wants to show how much he loves you. This one was my idea. And then Topanga throws a glass of water in Sean's face. Poor Sean.
4: <laughs> he is just trying to help out his buddy. And <laughs> yeah. he gets he gets. Her, uh, harassed by the water, whereas Corey's the one being an, a freak. Yeah,
3: like poor yeah. Poor. Yeah, I think poor, Topanga just always assume
2: that Sean is involved in any hijinks that Corey's ever doing. Like she just assumes he's involved at this point. Um, and we get uh, Topanga leaving and Corey kind of like stopping her in her tracks, and she's like, "You know what? You need to stop chasing me." Um, and uh, she Topanga calls them meaningless gestures. But he says they come from his heart, uh, which like probably would. He probably could have talked her off the ledge uh, until Kristen was right behind him in a In defense of Topanga, this
4: man has been going after a f- flew to Florida on mm-hmm. some bootleg tickets. to because he wants to profess his love for her. Could not wait for her to come back and then goes around park to park attraction to attraction just trying to get her attention like let the girl have her vacation then come back mm-hmm. when you're clear-headed
3: so okay so i guess this question is is this creepy or is this romantic and you're saying
4: it's I like think not it's,
3: even a percentage towards romantic
4: if it was dialed back like if he went to disney world and then it didn't work out and be like okay i'll try like maybe one attempt like with the if he if he only went in the living seas and did that thing that would be romantic But the fact that he's so persistent makes Mm -hmm. it super creepy to me and be like, Corey, you need to chill out. And since Mm -hmm. this was my first exposure with the Corey and Topanga of it all, I'm like, no wonder they were so rocky for so many years. Like, Topanga deserved better. And I said that
3: on period. So, Jessica, Mm -hmm. let's put some percentages on this. What percent romantic? What percent creepy?
2: Uh, 20% romantic, 80% creepy. That's what I was like. Maybe like 30, 70 if I'm being generous.
4: No, you're being too generous.
2: I think if you consider their history, it's like 30, 70 because they've dated before and it didn't end... Uh, with like her dumping him, Is it ended always- mutually. They're still friends. It's a little bit different than if she had broken up with him and he couldn't let it go and he chased her. I think that giving that context, I would put it at like a thirty-seven. But
4: the way you described it was like. Not what the show wants us to remember but like you said It was more Topanga breaking up with him Or was it more mutual no
2: it was very Mutual it was like they both agreed And Topanga basically I mean I feel like Topanga kind of even Started it if we're being fair Because she was the one who said I don't want to hate each other and That kind of got him to the point of like You know what you're right let's break up In my opinion so I think that's why I would say it's thirty seventy. but Sarah what do you What do you think what are your numbers there 80% 80% romantic, 20% creepy.
4: Wait, 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 pause, pause. Because you're the same one who went on a rant about Fred and Daphne, and I think Fred and Daphne are a much less toxic couple than these two.
3: You guys just, you just don't understand. They're meant to be together, he knows. I think it's, like, I don't know, like, don't you want somebody to fight for you and be, like, you're the yes, one? Yes, but like, I also want... I want you in want, my life. I would want... Like, so if I was Corey, I would
4: also want her to, like, I would also want to trust her and know what she wants and be able to trust that. Like, I want to fight for her to to an extent where I'm not, like, suffocating her.
2: I think it's more romantic, honestly, and this is going to sound so lame, but, like, to pull her aside and have a one-on-one conversation versus these massive gestures that, like, to me, it's more romantic To hear you speak about Why you love me Why you want to be with me Versus like holding up a sign In the middle of a shark tank Like I think that like There's more romance there And there's less room for ambiguity When you have the conversation And not only that But fucking tell Kristen You're not interested Like that's what gets me Is the Kristen situation Tell Kristen you're not interested Because maybe then Kristen Won't be fucking lurking Behind your shoulder Every five seconds (laughs) I think like quality
4: time is, it's the most popular love language. I'm making that up, but I'm going to go with it. I
2: mean, I think, I think it's up there.
4: So I think instead of grand gestures and gift giving and all this stuff that Corey was kind of, like, focusing on, if he just, like, sat down with her, did, like, a nice heart-to-heart, and then, like, they went around the park and explored, and they could talk, and, like, he could be like, I really am enjoying this time with you. Make those memories. Um, I feel like that's better than, like, these, like, big overt gestures. And yeah. like, didn't he say at the end that he, like, Bought a plane to like fly across the sky With her like I mean, It's like a joke like a, a blimp or
2: something Yeah yeah I mean I don't think he could afford that I think it's it's supposed to be just for the joke He's but, Danny Tanner um, yeah, But uh, but yeah so uh, Of course there's Kristen And she's in a wetsuit and she was like I was in the tank right behind you you're a fast swimmer Kristen take a hint He's alone with Topanga Did you not hear him say he's in love with her As you were walking up behind them like a creep She chooses what to hear. She really does. Um, So we're back at the living sea. Corey uh, thinks this woman is Topanga. Corey, not all white blonde women look the same. Like she has like platinum blonde hair.
4: Topanga's blonde. I thought she was like a dirty blonde. It's like
2: it's like dirty blonde. Yeah. Okay, I was like, but this woman has like platinum blonde hair. Looks nothing like What Who is this
4: lady? She wasn't the lady in the beginning, right?
3: So, no, she's not random actually. So she's this like a girl person. Um so this girl um is Stacy Keenan and she plays Dana Foster in Step by Step Right. and actually they were doing a Disney crossover. With both shows at this time. Oh, like one. So, of those yeah, because didn't
2: didn't I say to you? Oh, I recognized her, and I looked it up, yeah. and it was. I didn't realize it was a crossover though. At the time, I thought she was yeah, just a yeah, guest yeah. star. So, um
3: step by step, did a two parter Disney episode, but the second part airing the same day as uh, the Boy Meets World episode. Okay. So this was a crossover okay. event. Got it. Kind of like how we were talking about the other day, how you know. um Boy Meets World and TGI Friday love to do this. They love right. to have like the themed nights. Yeah. Right. So, so this was um this is why she might look recognizable to mm-hmm. you. Or she wasn't to anybody. The
4: the leader of like introducing Amber, right? That was another woman.
2: That was somebody else. Okay. Yeah. That no, was the this, woman the, who worked there.
4: Yeah, that's what yeah. I she's not the same person, right? No.
2: Okay. No, this no. girl is just there feeding Amber. Um she's just, you know, she tells she tells him about Amber. And he's like oh she's just an animal She's like just an animal how do you go off saying something like that And she makes him like apologize to Amber She's like they have real emotions And Which this also, is when we see Corey with his heart to heart Sir Amber.
4: you are an animal too Humans are animals I don't know if you understand that Corey but They don't have
3: pets yeah, Corey, in the Matthews Corey's household Corey is an animal hater They just didn't grow up with pets
4: I didn't either and I know that I, uh, Humans are animals and fish are friends, not food, obviously.
3: He's like, he's probably one of those people that hates dogs. Oh my god. I know. I know. Ugh. Those people, you can't trust them. Why do you, you love can't. him, Sarah? Oh, because he, in my little heart, back in the day, he was the finest person on this universe. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, um, I had yeah. I had, a, I had a commentary. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so when you're saying this lady was from Step by Step, it's basically like those like Disney Channel crossover Like when they go to the That's a Raven Sweet Life of Hannah Montana That one Or like yeah. I guess like a contemporary example New Girl and Brooklyn Nine-Nine When like they were all in, When they went to New York Okay Yeah
2: sense. it's a very similar thing uh, um, Synergy Brand synergy So he has a heart heart with Amber He says all those things I was doing I wasn't trying to impress pinga. I just didn't know how to express my feelings At least I tried and he kind of just like gives up and she eats. He feeds her and she eats. Apparently he's a freaking dolphin whisperer. Who knew? A-
3: Free Willy. <laughs> Apparently
2: Corey is Amber's mate.
3: <laughs>
4: I, um, so I felt the scene dragged a little bit, but I did love the quality time that I got to spend watching Amber, a cute mm-hmm. dolphin. Um, but I did feel She's like this icon. was like kind of like, okay, uh, Corey's just talking to the dolphin. I feel like this could speed up a little bit. Like I felt like the scene was like three minutes long. I don't know.
3: Yeah. And then, uh, uh, to nobody's surprise, Panga's there lurking in the shadow. She hears it. <laughs> she, chased- there with her. <laughs> she chases after Corey and she's running in heels. And he's like, I understand Topanga, you don't have to tell me again, I won't chase you, we'll be back to being friends or whatever it is you want to be. And he's like, no, I realize what you did, like, you did all this stuff for me. And he's like, I'm embarrassed, I didn't even get free miles.
4: Relatable. Um, And he's,
3: she's, um, he's like, I'm not going, I'm going to give up. Um, And he's like I'm sorry And she's like no I'm sorry I never realized these things Came to your heart from your heart until now And then she like kisses him And he's like I'm confused are we friends Or what mm-hmm. She says Jess, or what Or what ha, ha ha But didn't we break up for a reason And that w- what was the reason Jess so we could get back Together but these are some iconic lines, Felipe. Like this is stuff mm-hmm. that like you remember. From- I knew
2: the lines. We so we you, watched this yeah. with this episode together when we were together, we did. and I knew these lines. I knew the or what line, and I knew the so we could. Get yeah, them together she said line.
3: them before they said them in the show. I've seen these episodes very a lot. impressive work. I'm doing yeah. the
4: rest of this podcast in protest because you reminded me that you hung out without me, and now I'm upset again.
3: <laughs> it's
2: <protest>. oh, no. <laughs> uh, so of course, they so, kiss. Yeah, and then. Psh, fountain fountains go it was off.
4: fireworks that would have been way too basic
2: romantic swelling music
3: yeah yeah the whole so thing. yeah very romantic what did, did you like that felipe did you think that was oh romantic? yeah
4: that was cute and like they actually like used a disney site like the epcot ball i was like okay come on like use that you could have done a little more with the theme parks but at least like for like the big moment of the episode they they use like i'm surprised i actually kind of like that it was epcot and not the castle because that would have been a little more cliche
3: yeah that's what i was gonna ask you like did you find it interesting they spent most of their time in epcot because obviously living seas is in epcot um they mm-hmm. showed like patriot goofy which is from american dreams section of um i
4: think beast and aladdin were also in epcot with like france and, and
3: morocco. um um people say yeah morocco for aladdin I think the only so, thing they did
4: in Magic Kingdom was uh, the the Splash Mountain and mm-hmm. the Dumbo and the Dream sequence. I can't think mm-hmm. of anything else. Did they go to Small World? No.
2: Mm.
4: Maybe no. the. It's camp? interesting.
2: It's just like that's not usually what places highlight about Disney. Usually, yeah. it's all about the castle, the castle, the castle. You know. Yeah,
4: I feel like it's just have you been
2: to Epcot? Mm. No, <gasps> I don't think so. Ep- Live
4: show. Let's go.
2: We're going <laughs> Ep- in November <gasps> to Epcot without
4: me i'm not we're going. going
2: with will and his family um put me
4: in the suitcase i think I, I don't know
2: i don't know i didn't plan any of it i know we have tickets to like most of the parks i you don't know drink what around ones. the world the only one we're not going to i think is like SeaWorld. i think we're going to like all the other
4: universal and yeah don't go to bush gardens we waste time um i don't think we're going okay.
2: there epcot's actually my favorite Same. that's the one Even i want to go to because as an adult like, hi, give me the beverages Give me the, the food I'll visit all the countries Yes I
4: was a weird Thank kid you. Epcot was my favorite Even as a kid Also, Soarin oh, Amazing
2: It just seems like the best
3: one Yeah You gotta go on the frozen ride <laughs> Oh my god I, I haven't been on the frozen I ride I have
4: It used to be the Norway ride Which, uh yep, I, I do the love Norway. the Mexico Pavilion Like, that is my favorite spot in Oh, Detroit. the Mexico yeah.
3: Pavilion Is, like, humongous and crazy Yeah Yeah, good times um, um so yes
2: now we're at the end scene cory's in trouble his parents found him out he's grounded for a whole month uh morgan says i got more time when i said and there's a whole bleeping
4: morgan sc- sailor potty mouth like mm-hmm. yeah i i yes. want to ask what did the parents do make a make it up in your head canon when they found out Corey was missing then he was probably gone for another two days like by the time they realized it like what? Ellen and Amy, What? What did they do? The only you know thing they can characters. really do
2: is buy him a flight home. I mean, they're not going to go down there. But how can they? How do they get know where the he ticket is? to the
4: flight home? There's no. There's no. IPhones. You can't
2: call it ahead or something at the airport. You can't like buy a ticket in his name. They don't know. Yeah, where he but is. how are they going to reach him? Yeah. Call
3: the park. They don't know he's there, unless Eric tells
2: them. Eric tells them. There's no way. Like, no. Eric. Oh no. He refuses. said that he wasn't. Mm, yeah. He probably, they really
3: didn't know where he was. They call to
2: parents, find out where she's supposed to be, find mm-hmm. out where he is. Also, hmm. did the school or maybe pay for the tickets? Or maybe Chet? Chet doesn't know shit. Who's Chet? Chet doesn't even realize Sean's gone. Sean's dad. Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did, did the school pay for the tickets? Or, like, yeah. This seems like very last minute that they sprung. Oh, we're going to Disney World. Like. Like if my it's parents uh, it's the them, contest I'm...
3: winner. It was yeah. a so contest, was, yeah. So what whoever runs the contest paid for the tickets. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The National
2: Dolphin Society of America. <laughs> it's a whole sitch, and now Morgan gets grounded for two months. Um but Morgan says, You know what, Corey? What you did for Topanga was really sweet. I hope someday a boy does that for me. Mm-hmm. She leaves. Um he got his parents snow globes. Um, and they said there's no leniency on your grounding, and so he takes back the snow
4: globe. And Alan is Alan- with the death grip.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I Alan love did it. not want to get rid of his snow globe. I they love don't take it, it away. It's relatable. And Amy's like, you know what? I'm glad everything worked out with you and Topinga. And he's like, you can have your snow globe back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> did I? I don't think this story would have ever come up, but I. Cried. I was eight years old, and I was watching Osmosis Jones. Shout out to anyone who knows that is. I love Osmosis Jones. And my snow globe that I got for Christmas broke, and I cried.
2: Aww. And
4: so I love snow globes.
2: Sounds like a big mess. It's a good. Yes. I feel like it's a good souvenir gift to get someone as a snow globe because it can yeah. be decorative. Don't you know? it to children though. <laughs> um. No. I mean, freaking. no, not if they're easily broken. Um. But Eric gets home, and they're like, "Eric, we know you were involved." He's like, "Where's your proof? You have no proof. No proof whatsoever." Until Feeney walks in with a freaking Cory doll. Like, we've seen Feeney's garden. It is not that big. Eric, you've got to well, do a better job about this.
4: So the last time we saw him with the doll was when he threw it and Feeney was talking to Mr. Turner and then he opened the locker. Do we think right. he just, like, left the doll there and Feeney...
3: He must have grabbed it later. Okay. No, he grabbed it later and then to hide the evidence, he buried
2: it in Feeney's, like... How do you not run into like a dumpster somewhere in philly you know what i mean like there has to be a garbage can you could stuff that thing in yeah and put it so near he got caught
3: hands. yeah he's all the matthews kids are probably grounded now
2: yeah Yep.
3: everybody's dumb, grounded I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's our episode the happiest show on earth um so I mean, it's an iconic episode for many reasons Because it's the Disney episode Because it's like, you know, they get back together Like, it's definitely something that um, That everybody remembers mm-hmm. if you're a Boy Meets World fan you- But Felipe, like, what did you think about this episode overall As like a non-Boy Meets World watcher, but a Disney lover?
4: I enjoyed the episode again I wish I used like the Disney backdrop more efficiently as opposed to like just as like a random they, this episode did not have to be in disney world with the stuff they were doing it could have been like any random location like it, mm-hmm. they could have been going to a trip to pittsburgh and it would have been the same plot basically besides the dolphin they could have found a stray dog or something um but inter- i i enjoyed it like i'm glad that i like finally have some context to the show i know these characters a little more but besides like pop culture wise and listening to your podcast um, but I actually wanted to throw a question to you two Like contextualize this moment In the series for me like is this Like a big moment other than the fact That it's a Disney World episode or Is, is this like a game changing episode with them Getting back together or is it do they break up in like Three episodes
2: it's big Because they get back together and because it's In Disney when they do it okay um, And
3: like the kiss is Iconic at the, the fountain the,
2: the What's it called yeah the fountain going yeah. off all the lights. But we still are going to Break up
3: like Three more times Yeah Yeah,
2: it's not It's not we're not done yet I mean come on now Like we're in season three The show has what Six or seven seasons Like there's no way We're getting away With not having them Break up again Um, But it's still a very Iconic episode Like I'm surprised How much I remembered of it Because I haven't Watched the show In like a very long time Um, So for me to remember Some of the lines from it I imagine it was One of those ones That played on ABC Family Often Um and so that's probably why I remember so much of it but yeah it's it's of course it's iconic it's it's because it's Disney and because they get back together it's like two major things are happening
4: I will say in terms of the two Disney episodes we watched Fuller House by far is more iconic as like a Disney location it's a better Disney episode and then also they
3: showcase there's all the princesses they have way more rides
2: the whole thing yeah.
3: Yeah, we couldn't even get one princess in Boy Meets World Isn't that strange? Maybe Why was Sean not boys- hitting on Snow White?
2: They probably <gasps> thought, oh, it's a boys' show. Let's show Goofy and Beast instead Maybe. of the princess. How
3: funny would that be if we saw Sean hitting on a princess? That would we be hilarious. Seen that. Yeah, yeah. Sean didn't if have it- a lot to do this episode. See, no. could have went, me. Yeah. yeah, this is a If good- went to Disney, then he would definitely be hitting yes. on all the princesses. This isn't.
2: A- this is not a good episode. Like, if you were to say, show me an episode to get me into watching Boy Meets World, I would never show somebody this episode. This is not the episode I would show somebody to sh- get them into the show by any means. It, it's just a standout episode in the series in general.
4: Yeah. I feel like I i didn't even know they had a Disney episode until you asked me to be on. Uh, the ones the episodes I know are like the one where, like, Corey and Topanga do it. Um, there's... <laughs> that's I think that's... The, and then the ones that you've talked about on the podcast that, like, mm-hmm. stand out. Um, the one where... Uh, I don't remember the actual contents of the episode. I just remember y'all going on about how Alan Matthews is a daddy for like 10 minutes of the pod. But
3: he is. He is a daddy. Um, and it's I don't even think it's the most epic like reconciliation reunion. Jess. No, it's not. There's there's I think one other that like totally tops this one. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think we're there yet. I mean, they're still young, too. So I think like that also yeah. changes it. Um, but I yeah, I a still th-
4: spicy take yeah in terms of disney episodes i think the blackish episode at disney world is better and they spent the whole episode in animal kingdom so that, that's like when you have epcot it, but... and magic kingdom i feel like mm-hmm. you had those set pieces and they didn't really use it that much that's mm-hmm.
2: like fair enough yeah but what yeah, did you think of the U show in general season. like besides the disney stuff
4: like if i had the time i would watch more episodes like i feel like this is a fun show like if it's like on if cable was still a thing like and you turn it on Like, Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. Like, this would be a fun show to, like, watch as, like, a comfort show. And I would definitely, like, watch it if I got home and it was on, Mm -hmm. like, when I was younger. But it just wasn't. And I don't know if I'll ever watch the whole series. But Mm -hmm. it's definitely fun to, like, contextualize some of the characters that I know from the podcast. And, like, put faces to names. And, like, Mm -hmm. which is why I was so surprised with Sean. Because I was like, this is not what I expected from the podcast. But also, I was surprised, like... This episode was not super heavy, but I, I feel like I've heard a lot of things about, like, how Boy Meets World can deal with, like, heavier things.
2: It definitely does. Compared yeah.
4: to, like, Sweet Life or... Uh, yeah,
2: and they do it in a really smart way, I think, yeah. which is why it's such an iconic show for a lot of us, because a lot of times those items weren't discussed in, in the 90s. Like, I feel like it was one of the only, like, kids sitcoms that really um, did talk a lot about these issues. Yeah. Yeah, especially Sean, he's a definitely different character. Sorry, go ahead, Sarah.
3: Yeah, no, Boy Meets World is great because it's a show that grew up with you. There's so many shows that um, never grow up with their audience, but Boy Meets World always grew up with its audience. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so loved. And
4: that's why I think if things are going to continue to get rebooted, that people should learn from the iCarly reboot that the show grew up with iCarly. Uh, like they, they're they're doing those things and i know mm-hmm. there was a lizzie mcguire reboot in the works and disney didn't want lizzie to fuck so um, i'm so, so sorry i cursed but
2: um it is the podcast is called shit 90 shows taught me we um, curse all the time
4: but yeah and hillary was like nah lizzie gotta fuck if i want it's very
2: I, upsetting yeah, yeah i would have totally watched that if they had if they had done that but no. ugh, it's very upsetting but
4: just to quote my idol cory and topanga are gonna do it <laughs>
2: They are eventually going to do it We will eventually get there Takes a hell of a long time though um, Shall we get into In the into... moment or
4: to get there? Like I feel like uh,
2: No like uh, a lot of seasons A lot of okay. episodes till we get to see that happen
3: I actually have um, An email from Our friend Cody <gasps> Yay we love
2: Cody what he have yeah.
3: yeah so He has a couple of questions do you guys think Corey uses Turkey Chubby's trick on all the girls that he asked out? So Felipe, that's the white dance, the, right? That's it's not the it's not the white oh. dance. So Corey's trick in getting girls to like him when he brings them to Chubby's, and like Chubby, who owns Chubby's, is like very particular about who he serves at his restaurant. Um so like just like you can't go up there and be like can I have a salad like you have to like he has to know you He has to trust you So when girls like so what Corey does is he brings the girls up and he tells them He instructs the girls how to order from chubby And that gets girls like very interested because it's like oh you're helping me out So jess do you think that he does the turkey chubby um, move on everybody
2: I think so I think he has these moves Down I think he does the turkey chubby I think he does the like fry Maneuver like I think he does all of These things and he does his like Corny dance moves to like Lull them into a false sense of Security with him and Then he puts the moves on him
4: Now I have a question about this chubby's fellow Is he negligent yes. in serving Children alcohol do You think he's not serving them alcohol Okay i I don't know who this person is i was just like no
2: it's not a bar it's definitely like a teen hang
4: spot it looked like a like a pub like it looked like it does
2: look like a pub yeah because they have like a pool table and all that but no he's certainly like mostly serving was this at
4: night or was this in the afternoon that that opening scene i I think
3: probably at night um like a nice eight o'clock hour yeah um, and then another question, what do you guys think Morgan said at the end of the episode that was so awful? So it's the same thing that in in the Boy Meets World lore, um, Morgan did not show up in season three until episode 14. So this is what got her punished and stuck in her room mm-hmm. for all this time. What do you guys, if you had to take a guess, what do you think Miss Morgan said to get grounded
2: to be something like Motherfucker right It like, was a long yeah. phrase Has to be the word Fuck in there At least mm-hmm. I feel knows- like the C word Is definitely too advanced For her So it's definitely yeah. Like motherfucker Shitballs or something It's like I think there's a cock In there Like <laughs> You think she knows cock She's pretty young is She's this like, going to be
4: the clip of what you posted on the headliner? No.
3: <laughs> She's like, Daddy Allen, you are a broke-ass whore. Why don't you fix um, the motherfucking like, sink Make, and leave me the hell you alone? You know what it
4: was? Yeah. If they wanted me to lip-sync, I was ready to motherfucking lip-sync. That was what she true- was
2: <laughs> Yeah. I <laughs> see yeah. She's sassy. Morgan is we now love, in drag race. We love new Morgan. New Morgan's great. What's what's She's that very, actress up
4: to? I feel like, did they did they, like... Try to make her like a Michelle Tanner. Did they really like try to force her down the audience throats? No, throat or, okay. the show
2: is always the Corey show. Okay, um, like they bring in the other siblings, but it is a hundred percent. Does she ever have good storylines? She's like a Stephanie.
4: Yeah, uh, my queen. Do you know yeah, that Jody yeah. Sweden is now on TikTok?
3: Oh, we're gonna have to find her. Oh my God,
4: ask her to be on the um, podcast. And then one
3: last mm. thing. Shit, nineties fun fact. Bringing back the shit nineties fun fact. The happiest place on Earth is used when referring to Disneyland in Anaheim, California. The most, Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World place. is referred to as the most magical place on Earth. But I guess this episode would be completely different if it was called the magical, the most magical show on Earth. I was, I was, and that's because the sh- the episode is called the most magical show, the happiest no? show on the Earth. The p- happiest show on Earth. Yeah. So yeah. So like they, it, they, 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 technically, technically. They got it. They got it wrong because they, you know.
4: Between your podcast and just scrolling through the episode, the episode titles on the show are not good, I, I will say.
2: Not good. Well, they could be better. Yeah. They're like They're no usually kind of punny. Yeah, they used to rhyme. They're kind of punny. I don't know. It's... Yeah. That's it um, what it is. Did
4: Dirtbag Kelly write in what date this episode aired?
3: Dirtbag
2: Kelly doesn't listen to Boy Meets World. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a Dawson's Creek guy.
4: See, I just... Yeah. I, just I confused mm-hmm. the podcast, which... By the way, Dawson's Creek is messy. Based on oh, that's it's why
2: it's the best show. So messy, uh, so man, messy.
4: Please, it's, it's not the best show, but so it, is, it no- is
2: so good though. We're and we're getting into season three. Soon, it's no Dawson's
4: better Creek. call Saul, please.
2: This <laughs> is not the same type of show. <laughs> like it's like comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> um, okay. fashion hour time.
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.
3: Um, First up is the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. My first nomination is the outfit Topanga. And this is her outfit that we first see her in. I think this is like her travel outfit. Um, But Topanga is wearing this two piece matching sweat set that has like a little mock turtleneck. It's. Like sea foam green. She ha her pants like go to like just above her ankles. Um and it's like a crop top too. A white uh belt. And then she has this jacket that it's like striped. It's like black, like with a brown stripe, a white stripe, and a turquoise stripe that matches her um outfit. She has uh her hair is so long and flowy. In this episode Her back has a freaking claw clip In her hair And she has a white bag For an accessory Uh, Felipe what do you think of Topanga's Little travel outfit Uh,
4: serve. The photo of her in the golf cart Like she came She slayed and she was here Like she she's this is her boss Girl girl boss moment
3: Yes oh and her shoes Are like these little white loafers With like black soles like
4: Nicole, Hearn, Nicole Horn would be standing so hard right now. And I'm just yeah living vicariously through her thoughts.
2: Yeah, Jess, what do you think about Topanga's travel outfit? This is like reminds me of like someone who like in like in a good way. Someone who like summers in the Hamptons or mm. like su- is like a snowbird and flies down to Florida. I think yes. that like this color turquoise is beautiful and it's like perfect for Florida Um I think she just like I don't know I really love this outfit it's not like She doesn't have her like you know Combat boots on she's very Like I'm going to summer Like yeah I just I'm, I love it can you, Yeah I'm going on vacation this is a Vacation outfit yeah I love
4: it can you remind Me yeah. of the the uh, Financial backgrounds of the characters like is Topanga like does she have like are her Parents wealthier in comparison We think her
2: dad is because he makes musical instruments for like uh, musicians. So we imagine they have a decent amount of money. Sean is the exact opposite. He doesn't have any money. And and Corey is kind of in like middle class. Okay. They struggle sometimes because like they talked about money before and they do struggle sometimes. But they they're probably just cash poor. They have like a really nice house. Yeah. Oh,
4: I had these outfits noted. I was like this. This is a throwback.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. So (laughs) So next up is Sean And his travel outfit And he is wearing A white t-shirt Underneath a like A Hawaiian shirt and he loves Hawaiian Shirts and I think this is the only time That it's been appropriate For him to wear This like over shirt Um, His t-shirts tucked into Some light wash denim with a black Belt and some you know Dark black Uh You know heavyweight shoes Um Jess what do you think About Sean's outfit as a person That normally hates his um His Hawaiian shirt
2: I think this is about as uh, vacation As Sean is going to be able to get Wearing like using what he has At his disposal he's not going out to buy Outfits like uh, Topanga is Um, Mm -hmm. He's using what he has Yeah I mean I think like This I think I like how realistic It is that like yes he would still wear Denim jeans to Florida he would still wear a heavy Boot to Florida but He's gonna at least make an effort with The white shirt and the Hawaiian The Hawaiian shirt over top
4: can we talk about how his like Hawaiian shirt is like all the way back, barely hanging across the elbow? Like if he moved his elbow, it would fall off and like float in the wind.
3: He's yeah, it's the aesthetic. It's the aesthetic. Yeah,
4: I, I like the look more on Corey. I don't know if we're gonna get to that, but Corey rocked the like button short sleeve button down over the white t shirt and the shorts so much better than Sean did. I think Sean from the top up, it really works for him, but those those pants are real like they don't work. And then the chunky boots, they tragic? the chunky boots.
3: <laughs> A
2: chunky boot.
3: My last nomination for the Rachel Green Award is the step-by-step girl that was uh telling Corey that she needs to like animals more. What's this
4: hairstyle with the with the whoosh?
3: So so the interesting thing about this hairstyle is that it's almost like a zigzag part? Do you remember zigzag? Oh my gosh! Yes. yes, yes, yeah, yes, I do. yeah. But she, yeah, she has like a little bit of like the Brady uh, bunch flippies at the end. But she's yes. wearing this like squared neck floral top with like some thick, um, you know, four finger <laughs> like with straps. Um, this like plain lilac purple. Uh, above the knee skirt and these little chunky platform sandals with um the big wedge and like the little like white strap singular strap. Um, Felipe, what do you think about this girl's outfit?
4: I think she's rocking. I don't know if this is quintessential '90s other than the hair, but I really, I really like. Oh, the the skirt, I guess is. Um, but and the shoes. Uh true. I like it. I feel like she was rocking it. And for like a character with one scene, she kind of, she definitely stood out in the looks department. I mean, she's on here more times than like any other character besides Sean and Topanga in this episode. So go off boss queen.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think like, it's fine. I feel like that skirt looks vaguely familiar to me. Like it's, it's pretty, it's very summery. It's very like Florida-y. Um, I hate the hair flippy thing It drives me nuts It's like she looks I can't I don't even know It looks like a wig When it's like flipped out Like that at the bottom mm-hmm. Um, But yeah I think the obvious My obvious vote here Is for Topanga I just think yes. she rocks that look More than anybody else can But I also flippy, what do you think?
4: Topanga But specifically yes. Topanga In the golf
3: cart
2: Yes What a queen We stan We stan her
3: Next up is the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. My first nomination is Corey and Demi Corey. Um, (laughs) And he is wearing they are both wearing a red um, shirt like like with like checkered print nonsense, a white T-shirt and some dark, uh, dark denim pants, black shoes. Um, I like this because we don't normally see Corey with like short sleeve, like button down shirts and um, or like slash like cuffed rolled up. So I kind of thought that this was like, like a little bit more summery for Corey than we normally see. Um, Felipe, what do you think about this look from Corey? I
4: feel like I've worn this. Will's worn this. Drew's worn this. Jacob has worn like every boy has worn this at one point in time. Uh, he looks like a goober in that last photo, um, but I I feel like this is definitely timeless, but I also feel like it's very timeless in, like, a high school, like, n- people, like, it definitely feels like with the half of the buttons undone with the white t-shirt in the middle, I feel like that, that isn't done as often anymore.
3: Yeah.
2: Jess what do you think I think it's fine I think like my issue with it Is that it is short sleeved Because it instantly reminds me Of Dwight Schrute Anytime okay. I see these button downs oh. With short sleeves I can't help it But I do mm-hmm. We like Corey in red We've discussed it before I feel yeah. like red is a very good color On he him is. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like this look I like that it's a little more casual With the buttons undone I think it makes him look Not as preppy As he otherwise would
3: Yeah What do you think about Dummy Corey though Dummy Corey is dummy thick <laughs>
2: He looks a little scary in the face department um, yeah. But he does He is wearing the same outfit So you know
4: What's a scarier yeah. puppet Is it that giant puppet Is it uh, the puppet from Victoria's Is it like What's the scariest puppet in television history
3: <sighs> All puppets All pu- I hate puppets Yeah puppets are creepy Even Kermit general, I
4: think. Even Elmo You hate the puppets Yeah I don't like them uh, Elmo first. is certainly creepy How dare you
2: Tickle me Elmo like come on now Elmo is an
4: icon and we We did not deserve his presence in the world
2: As soon as I saw this next outfit I knew Sarah was going to put it in the fashion awards Next up Is <laughs> Topanga
3: And this is one of Is This is like in the montage where like Corey's chasing Topanga um, Topanga's fucking adorable She is wearing this like Red striped like crop top With a turtleneck And it's so cute And some high-waisted White shorts And the cowboy boots Which we'll just like Talk over And her fucking hair <laughs> Is so <Talk> cute over <laughs> I don't want to talk About the hair This bitch uh, In these cowboy the boots. boots I can't
2: her, sh- sh- sh-
3: And her hair Is fucking adorable Because it's like The highest pony That mm-hmm. ever did live mm-hmm. And with a red scrunchie Like Jessica you cannot tell me that this is not the cutest fucking outfit Listen, you've ever
2: seen in your life Knees up It's a pu—it's a perfect outfit Knees up I stand it all day every day uh, Any girl who's confident enough to wear white shorts Hats off to you I could never I appreciate her I love a good cute little crop top You know I know you love a mock turtleneck She's all about it folks the problem I have is with the fucking audacity of these red cowboy boots and the fact that she wears them in Disney World. What kind of psychotic, sadistic human <laughs> being wears red cowboy boots at Disney World? But here's the thing I stay in this outfit anyway because the rest of the outfit is just that good. Felipe, what do you it's, think? Um,
4: my first thought was Ted Mosby called, he wants his boots back. Yeah, um, same thought. Um, <laughs> it also reminds yep. me, uh, this is going to be a deep poll. In Big Brother 5, Diane wore cowboy boots and, like a, like, she wore this, like, really appealing outfit to like tease drew and like those cowboy boots always stood out i was like who has red cowboy boots i thought this was a thing of television uh but speaking of big brother topanga looks perfectly set up for the big brother jury house with this outfit like you can you can see dave Vaughn roll in be like the next juror topanga be like yes i'm here in this outfit i am obsessed with this outfit uh, the red boots do throw it off a bit, but honestly, live your best life, Topanga. Tabanga. Mm-hmm. I feel
2: like a chonky platform white sneaker.
4: Mm. Replace,
2: right? Replace the boots with a chonky white platform sneaker. I like
4: the red, like the white short sandwich between the red. Like well, maybe, maybe, maybe it was a like red
2: a red chonky. converse. Yeah, like a red. I think you need a platform one to keep it okay. night, like in the '90s. You need a platform red chunky sneaker. Well, this is
3: timeless. See, I'm, I know, I, but
2: I'm saying, like, to to position it, I still think you need the. I mean, platform sneakers are back in.
3: Can we talk about
4: Corey's yeah. choice for Aladdin's pants, though? Like, what the hell? The Aladdin does not wear those pants.
3: Well, okay, so I heard. Um, from that girl That I saw, watched on YouTube She theorized that This is definitely The Moroccan pavilion And he might have been Dressed up as um, Like They have the little Kiosks Where they sell Oh and know. he's not Stuff? Aladdin He's nope. like a and worker And he's not supposed To be Aladdin But he's supposed to be Like in Like a Moroccan okay. Do
4: you know They're getting pap- rid of the, the penis rock In the Morocco Pavilion
3: Oh There's like a shame. Piece
4: of wall That looks very phallic And they're they're like Cutting it out Because people were like being ridiculous
3: around it oh. The know. more you know Okay my next nomination Don't hate me people don't hate me But she's the queen of fashion Another Topanga look And now this is the look that she's wearing Like to like the fancy dinner This is the look that she's wearing when she's Making up with Corey. This is the outfit where she's running in heels to catch up with him. It looks very
4: similar to the to the step by step girl.
3: Yeah, that's true. But it's like yeah, this is like a mini dress, a floral mini dress. But look how long her hair is and how straight it looks. And she's so freaking pretty, like a fashionista. She has places to go. She. Like she is just like, hello, I command the audience. Yeah.
2: The thing is, is in modern day, Topanga is that bitch who like looks up the proper footwear to wear to Disney before going, because obviously she didn't on this trip because she's wearing like heels one day and fucking cowboy boots another. her
4: feet are bleeding.
2: Yeah, they definitely, she's bleeding puddles into those cowboy boots. But like the dress is very cute. I mean, it's a mini dress. It looks great. Her hair is gorgeous. The long straight hair with like the little twisties pulled back. It's vacation-y. Very vacation-y. Very I'm in florida and i'm having a great time
3: so what do you think felipe i i I like this but like
4: i can't get it out of my head that she's wearing heels in disney world in epcot the biggest park like girl what are you doing and also it's not as cute as the cowgirl um turtleneck shindig she's doing so
2: yeah what's her winner what's her winner here
4: the the red cowboy boots despite jessica's no no
2: no I'm 100% on board With that winning I'm still gonna rave, Rage against the fucking cowboy boots But it's still a worthy winner
3: mm-hmm. So I agree congratulations to Panga for the double Win um, It's so exciting uh, When we see that but fashion over is not Over guys because this about- is A rare occurrence and it only Happens once in a blue moon But we have A um, a shame. Okay, thank you. That
2: winner. sweater was
4: ugly.
2: Yeah, we get. We uh, do have yeah. a shame corner that comes up every once in a while. And why yes. don't you
4: wear a cardigan sweater to the aquarium?
3: Like, sir, yes. Please. So this is Corey, and this is his last outfit. He is wearing a white T shirt, white wa- uh, light wash jeans, like some old crappy white sneakers. But the biggest offense here is this like yellow, like (sighs) like cable knit sweater with like the V. But it's like so it's bad in multiple accounts. Number one, it's not fashionable. Number two, it's like old and dowdy. But number three, he is in Florida presumably in the summer because this is the end of the season and the next season is the last day of of the next episode is the last day of school. So summer in Florida and you're wearing this like grandpa sweater And it's not romantic. And this is the outfit that you're going to try to get your girl back with. Like, what the heck? This was
4: the moment of the episode where I texted Jessica on the side and said, Jessica, get your co-host because she cannot be thirsting over this man with this ugly sweater. Like, yeah.
2: The thing is, it's like he honestly he thought he was going to Easter dinner. Like that is the sweater you wear to fucking Easter dinner at your grandparents Because you're like I-, I need to be dressed up enough But I still need to be cozy to fit the room in for this- the food Does You know, mom still
4: dressed
2: him? The- yes Okay And this is not the outfit you wear to fucking Florida on a trip to Disney World Like you are sweating through that sweater There's no if, in buts, ands, too. whatever's about like it Yeah it's too, it's too much It's too much it's trash, Corey. you you should be ashamed of yourself.
4: Jessica, you should podcast in that sweater.
3: <laughs>
2: I will not buy that sweater ever. No, none,
3: none for none for anybody. So no. that's fashion hour it was for also this today. Nasty yellow um, color. I'm sorry. Yeah, the yellow color it's is disgusting. like not even like a mustard yellow. It's like no,
2: it's like can, pastel like pastel like yellow. Yeah, it's Easter it's yellow. Tragic. Yeah, um,
3: but. This, this was a lot of fun. It was really fun getting to know, like, your fresh thoughts of Boy Meets World's right. Flea as a non-Boy Meets World watcher. I apologize um,
4: to all the fans if I offended no, anyone. No,
2: no,
3: no, no. One, would no, you, one, no one cares. Would you, ever, would you ever watch Boy Meets World?
4: I again? would on the condition that I get to be on the podcast to talk about it. <laughs>
0: there you go. But no,
4: I, I would watch it. Like, if, if it was on in the background and someone, like, hit random on Disney Plus and it popped up, I, w- I would sit through an episode and mm-hmm. watch it. It's just like something that I don't connect to. And now with like so many other things that I want to watch, I don't know when I would have the time to like go yeah, back. There's, and...
2: it's, you don't have the nostalgia factor, which I yeah. do think is kind of important for the show.
4: Like Wizards of the Place I started to rewatch. And even then I like, I it's like very like I have the nostalgia and I can sit down and watch a few episodes, but it's not something that I like will rewatch every single episode in mm-hmm. a row. It's just like some comfort show that like from your childhood. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. this was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. And I am glad that I finally have some exposure to, to the the BMW of it all, which means yes. Bora voice my wife. <laughs> That's what it like. uh,
2: Felipe, where can people find you? We know you have a lot going on. Do yes. all your plugs. So
4: this might take a little bit so y'all can take a nap. Uh, I am over on the Brazilian Dragon podcast where right now we, aka me and my co-host, my good buddy Jacob Redman, uh, we are talking about the Scooby-Doo movies. Uh, we recently did an episode on Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword with previous guests of this podcast, TTN, TikTok Nicole. She joined us. The Scooby-Doo gang went to went to Japan. Uh, also, Sarah and Jess have guested on that podcast and will guest again in the future. Uh, also on the Brazilian Dragon, we have done High School Musical, the Musical, the Series recaps. Caitlin and I will get together one more time to do a High School Musical, the Musical, the Series, Hunger Games simulation coming soon. And also... Naomi, Calhoun, and I will be back to talk about Stuart Little this weekend. Um, wow. So, that's, that's on the Brazilian Dragon. Then, on What You're Doing, a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast with Navi and Davis, Will, uh, not Comma Will. Um, we, are, we just finished season one of Phineas and Ferb. We capped it off with a Brant Steele, uh, Survivor Flynn Fletcher, wait, Fletcher Um, and that was a Survivor simulation and we're starting up season two this week. Uh, and Sarah and Jess have an open invite as well. And then lastly, uh, I am technically a producer of Aang in there. So go check that out. Um, and stay tuned for more stuff from me. Uh, that's all I'll say.
3: Busy, busy bee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also,
4: if you're in LA and you know people who uh, need an executive assistant for television or film, tell them to reach out because I am looking for jobs. <laughs>
3: And where can they find you? Oh,
4: my main Twitter is at with the fleep. And then I retweet everything from the that account as well from the other account. So Brazil dragon pod and uh, uh, what you do in pod. And uh, you can also find me uh, blowing up Jess and
3: Sarah's DMs
4: <laughs> with my fortune tellers.
3: Brilliant. Brilliant. So um, for us, we have a lot going on as well. Maybe not quite as much as you, Felipe, but still a lot. So... This week, um, the it's already out We um, will be releasing for our one year anniversary A very special bonus podcast, our 90s snack bracket and let me just- Jessica and I tried 26? 28 different, 28 different 90s snacks And we were together and um, we... Did a bracket. So you have to tune in and see what is the ultimate 90s snack, according to Jess and I. Mm -hmm. Felipe, do you have a question? Yes.
4: If Scooby Snacks do not make it to the top four, I might have to ban you from the podcast.
3: And then, as (laughs) if you want to know... What else we have going on um for September? We are doing a Robin Williams month, mm-hmm. and we are having you, the audience, vote. The poll is live right now, so please go vote in it between um, Flubber, Jack, Jamunji and mrs doubtfire we're covering two podcasts um for two robin Mil- robin williams movies so please go vote in the poll um felipe what what do you want Jumanji. which two do you want and what else Jamunji and what else
4: i mean my vote would be aladdin but uh <laughs> that's not an uh, option, that is not uh, option. The options, uh, strangely honestly enough. i think okay i think the most fun podcast would be flubber with aj norris
3: Okay, there you go. Well, there we go. So that is a but vote um, your heart
4: out, fans.
3: Vote, vote, f- vote however you wish, and only time will tell. Of course, we have weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek content. We are finishing up. Both Boy Meets World season Three and Dawson's Creek season Two so that's amazing And you can find us at shit 90 Pod On Twitter and Instagram email us At shit90spod at gmail.com And if you haven't checked, up our, checked out Our new website please Go do that because it's Really really cute and you can Leave us a voicemail or Reach us and send in feedback well, on the and website it works. So <laughs> it, does. And it, and I, work. it out.
4: I said hi and Sarah Was like I love your message
3: it yes is, it does work Jessica what do you have up to What do, What do you have
2: what, do you, what, up, what up to do you have Whose up to do you have <laughs> Hair as cute as, as Topanga It's not quite as high as Topanga's. is um, As usual you can find me over On, on Community Building uh, Post show recaps with Josh Wiggler Recapping the show Community Weekly We are in the middle Or we just started season 2 um, So go give that a listen It's a really fun podcast um, yeah, I'm at the Just Sterling on Twitter, and I think that is that is everything. We have a lot going on, so check all of it out. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the snack bracket when that releases, and we'll obviously if you if you have feedback, if you think we were totally wrong about not choosing X, Y, and Z for the snack bracket, let us know. We love your thoughts. Thank you all for listening. Thank you Felipe for joining us. Everybody, have a good one.
0: Bye.